I'm reading from a book called Apples of Gold, Thomas Brooks. Chapter 5, Shall the Sins of Saints Be Brought Into the Judgment? Question. But here an apt question may be moved, namely, whether at this great day the sins of the saints shall be brought into the judgment of discussion and discovery or not. Whether the Lord will in this day publicly manifest, proclaim and make mention of the sins of his people or not, I humbly judge according to my present light that he will not. And my reasons for it are these, namely, one, the first is drawn from Christ's judicial proceedings in the last day. Set down largely and clearly in the 25th of Matthew, where he enumerates only the good works that they had done but takes no notice of the spots and blots, of the stains and blemishes, of the infirmities and enormities, of the weaknesses and wickednesses of his people. Deuteronomy 32, verses 4 to 6. My second reason is taken from Christ's vehement protestations that they shall not come into judgment. John 5, verse 24, Truly, truly, I say to you, He who hears my word and believes on him who sent me has everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but has passed from death unto life. Those words shall not come into condemnation are not rightly translated. The original is shall not come into judgment, not into damnation. Further, it is very observable that no evangelist uses this double asservation, but John. And he never uses it but in manners of the greatest weight and importance, and to show the earnestness of his spirit, and to stir us up to better attention, and to put the things asserted out of all question, and beyond all contradiction, as when we would put a thing forever out of all question, we do it by a double asseveration, truly, truly, it is so, and so on. Thirdly, Because his not bringing their sins into judgment does most fit and best agree with many precious expressions that we find scattered throughout many shining and sparkling pearls up and down in the scriptures is first. With those of God's blotting out the sins of his people, I, even I, am he who blots out your transgressions for mine own sake and will not remember your sins. I have blotted out as a thick cloud your transgressions, and as a cloud your sins, Isaiah 43, verse 25. Isaiah 44, verse 22. Who is this that blots out transgressions? He who has the keys of heaven and hell at his belt, who opens and no man shuts, who shuts and no man opens, he who has the power of life and death of condemning and absolving, of killing and making alive. He it is who blots out transgressions. If an under-officer should blot out an indictment that perhaps might do a man no good, a man might for all that be at last cast by the judge. But when the judge or king shall blot out the indictment with their own hand, then the indictment cannot return. Now, this is every believer's case and happiness. Secondly, to those glorious expressions of God's not remembering of their sins anymore. Isaiah 43, verse 25. And I will not remember your sins. I will forgive their iniquity, and I will remember their sin no more. Jeremiah 31, verse 34. 
So the apostle, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. Hebrews 8 verse 12. And again the same apostle says, This is a covenant that I will make with them after those days, says the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and into their minds will I write them. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Hebrews 10 verse 17. The meaning is, their iniquities shall quite be forgiven. I will never mention them any more. I will never take notice of them more. They shall never hear more of them from me. Though God has an iron memory to remember the sins of the wicked, yet he has no memory to remember the sins of the righteous. Thirdly, his not bringing their sins into judgment does most and best agree with those blessed expressions of his casting their sins into the depths of the sea, and of his casting them behind his back. He will turn again, he will have compassion upon us, he will subdue our iniquities, and you will cast all their sins into the depths of the sea, Micah 7 verse 19. Where sin is once pardoned, the remission stands never to be repealed. Pardon sin shall never come an account against a pardoned man before God any more, for so much does this borrowed speech import. If a thing were cast into a river, it might be brought up again, or if it were cast upon the sea, it might be discerned and taken up again. But when it is cast into the depths, the bottom of the sea, it can never be buoyed up again. By the metaphor in the text, the Lord would have us to know the sin's pardon shall rise no more. They shall never be seen more. They shall never come on the account more. He will so drown their sins that they shall never come up before him the second time.